She saw it was true that Emily Gibbs suffered from complications of old age. Rheumatism acted up most frequently. Her vision was failing steadily, but the doctor assured her loving family of no reason for this medicine to take to bed with a resignation to die. Heaven was no convincing the only Mrs. Gibbs with utter complacency. She retired to her back room, turning a deaf ear to those who wished to encourage or cheer her. Alice, her favourite niece, spent most of her time by the bedside of her aunt. Perhaps that is why she was the first to sense the old lady trying to withhold from her family one peculiar e- particular evening. Gently, the girl arranged a white cotton spread about its owner and asked Emily, I think you'd better tonight. Are you making up your mind to get out of the bed once and for all? Am I right? Young lady smiled sweetly. You're right, my dear, but what? Not the way you think. Night, I'm going to die. I don't look so shocked. I'm quite pleased with the whole thing. Oh, goodness, goodness knows. I've been around long enough to know my own mind, and it's just too full of stuff that in youth to understand why anyone be friendly Toward the crimson draper, a shiver passed over her, and she tried again to dissuade her aunt from having such faults. But now, Auntie, no one can pick out a time to go. Have it happened that way? What makes you talk like that? How do you know? Emily Gibbs patted the girl's hand and smiled again. Just look, Alice, over there through that window. Just look, you'll see how I know. Now go away, child, and let me rest a bit. Nothing could get Alice to look in the direction of that window. That moment, her aunt's words made her tremble with fright. She dared not even ask the old lady what it was she saw in the window. Never did get the chance to find out. Only Gibbs passed away quietly and sleep only a few hours later. Alice is left with a mystery. Perhaps there was no answer. What is always the question? What did Emily Gibbs see through the window? What told her she was about to die? The midnight bell. Edgar Fass was delighted with his purchase of a, of a country, of a summer house in the last Pennsylvania countryside. He could delight with his general insult it. Then his translation lay, made until the bell, a persistent nightly antics, not to be credited to any worldly source. But let us begin at the beginning. Julius Bond had been the oldest and last school master in a small red building where the local children gathered a flimsy knowledge of the three R's. The lack of scholarship was not the fault of Julius Bond, rather stemmed from the fact that children were presented a confinement of the four brick walls to the extent they had joined forces to keep them absorbing t- too much. Breath learning, the most effective. Barry, they established his mischief. It was a very complication, complication of events. And one that stayed Thomas, a poor Mr. Bond, with burying. The school bell purpose was simple. We merely to gather the children at the beginning of the day and dismiss them several hours later. Most children concerned themselves with the bell in the early hours. The meaning after the moon, mysterious rope 
calling began. Eventually, class would be interrupted by the sound of a small bell, followed by howls of laughter from children, and roars of rage from Mr. Julius Bond. It's ironic when that when the township decided to shut down the old red schoolhouse and replace it with finer modern building, they should vote to turn the establishment into a cozy home retiring Julius Bond, but he was immediately aware of any disadvantage the general suffer. He certainly pleased it until he became the owner of the government of the schoolhouse. Things were quiet for a month or so, but then the girls were going and set in. The school bell was left in the bell tower, just as it had been no special use now, but added a char- ritual charm roadside. Nevertheless, the bell did sound. It chose the witching hour to ring out Sometimes once, sometimes twice. Mr. Brandy had inherited the ghosts of mischief, able to defend himself against his constant torment. He decided to sell the schoolhouse and rid himself forever of plaguing bell. That it in short is the reason for the seller's delight. Mr. Egerfast's delight requires further explanation. The building had been usually low in price. It just fitted his knees. That night he started to cut off his sleep. By the hollow belly ring of the bell, bell, the town. But upon investigation the following sunny morning, he discovered a family of mice that torn quite a section of bell rope to shreds, using a fibre to build himself a elaborate nest. Being a city judder for many years, Mr. Thars greeted the sight with a grin. He is he pleasantly surprised, finding that the little creatures could muster enough strength and make the old bell ring. That our girl in white. There's no way to establish the truth of the story. We told it over and over again to those who had occasion to, to travel the old Elwood Road, judge off the main highway, right, past the old school garden, the slaves known as El- New Elwood Cemetery, and offered a shortcut to town. The story was, has it and on a rainy night, as your headlights cut into the downpour, you might be startled by the sight of an anxious young girl, told in white rain, Gadea, heading in from the side of the road. With a natural concern for his fellow traveller, in such a predicament, he inclined to stop the car, not for a lift, climbing gratefully into the back seat of your car, and then the young lady offered her explanation why she happened to be about in the evil weather, but informed you as she was travelling only a short way down the road, we pondered over the this remark. We realised there was no logical destination down the road. There was nothing in fact but a cemetery. It's a further told that astonished drivers turned to speak to the young lady, only forcing the string is his beard. Just about the when the cemetery loomed in the view, and it's a strange tale as a fact the car country all wet traces where she had sat, but with no clues or means of departure could be explained. Who was this ghostly girl, and what was her mission? What trouble brought her on the rainy nights, bringing rise from total strangers, and what was her destination?